Oh, we're going already? Yes, good evening. Oh, man. I, I I was waiting to have to listen to like 47 minutes of drums. No, I figured we'd, we'd skip that part and I would skip to the end and only listeners have to listen to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. We're gonna save I'm just saying it caught me a little off guard. We're going to save ourselves. It caught me, it caught me a little off guard. I could tell. You were like, there was surprise in your eyes. Well, yeah. When the, when the drums went dead and we're just on dead air, I was like, oh, shit. I'm supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to start talking. I'm supposed to start, supposed to start talking now. Weird. Well, you know, usually I it's got. a talk show. Usually I got like 10 or 15 minutes to put my thoughts together before. <laughs> you act like this is freaking foreplay long time drum solo here hey can't skip on the foreplay man that's true all right that's true it's all about the foreplay ask our female listeners i'm telling you <laughs> all likely two of them neither of whom no offense to either of them i don't really want to know <laughs> there's that there's that but thanks now i'll get an email about that so. i'm sure i'm sure so that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, not even going to read them. I'm just going to send them right to you. Well, yeah, because now you've taken to screenshotting and forward, forwarding the yeah. emails to me. Was that the last email we got? The Baby J email? Yep. Yep, okay. for 4th of July. Yep, for 4th of July. Little, little shenanigans going on out there. Yep. All covered in blueberries or... Raspberries. Or uh, I think they grow, I think they have, like, wild raspberries or blackberries out by them. Okay, yeah. Which oh. I think is what they He were. looked like he had a good time. Oh, yeah. Very festive. Very festive. <laughs> Festive indeed. All right, so we'll. Uh, How pissed would you be if I said it's just flatlining? Oh my god, I'd I'd walk out. We wouldn't record an episode today. I'd just leave. <laughs> I'd just go home. But we're ahead of schedule today. Yeah, by about an hour. Yeah, easily an hour. Yeah, yeah easily an hour. So, uh, we'll jump right into into this. Oh, for the record, the thing that my imaginary friend wanted you to know about that I'm going to talk about the banter episode. Yeah, you've done once already. So we'll let that play out <laughs> and we'll cover it. We'll cover it later. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So everyone who's joining us for the burn notice episode, uh, we'll be starting episode five family business on the DVD. Uh, and we wanted to take a second to talk about the DVD loading screen for family business. Because it, it so it sort of weirdly is in your wheelhouse and outside your wheelhouse at the same time. What? What's this have to even do with me? <laughs> because you like the ones with Fee on them because well, yeah. she's hot. Yeah. This is one with Maddie on it. And you like it. Where she's throwing hard cleavage and nipping pretty good for you. Yep. Not for me. Two things which, like, of the Fee varieties, you like. Not that Fee throws a lot of cleavage here and there. Well, I mean, she don't really have a whole she, lot to sorry, throw. She's a smaller-chested girl. Yeah. But uh, weirdly, the thing you notice that she's double-fisting mojitos. Yeah, and you notice nipples. So yeah, I mean, for sure. I don't. I think it's in your wheelhouse for her. So. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of the older ladies. Well, I mean, you notice nipples. I notice mojitos. So yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we each, we each have our priorities, <laughs> I guess. So here we go. Oh, so I should probably read the synopsis for the episode. Yeah, because you didn't watch it. You're right, I didn't because I keep leaving the DVD set here. Yeah, and I slaved and I watched it. Did you? That's such bullshit. I don't believe that for a second. Why? Because you never watch it. You always tell me, I've seen all these so many times. I know what's going on. I do. And I believe that that's an accurate rendition of your voice. (laughs) Anyone who agrees with me, please write in. At the Wisconsin Goodbye at gmail.com. I hate this. Uh, so the 
two sentence synopsis from Burn Wiki is Michael infiltrates a family of gun runners who are pressuring an airport supervisor and his pregnant wife. Also, the FBI begins to put pressure on Sam to gather more information on Michael. And then I'm gathering, based on the picture associated with the episode, that this is another Nate episode. I would imagine. Because that's the picture. It's him and Nate together. Oh, yes. This, this is the episode when Nate helps Michael. <sighs> okay. That, thanks for narrowing that down. So I know the episode. There's, Nate yeah, helps Michael. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So here's the thing that I'm going to prime you with right now. And we'll revisit it at the end of the episode, okay? Okay. So this is the only episode in season one in which a certain thing does not appear and is not mentioned. The Charger. And when we get to the end of the episode, I'm going to see if you know what it is. Okay. Okay? So uh, with that, uh, we're going to push play episode on family business in three, two, and a one. Delay, 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 delay. Look, it's delay, a DVD. Delay. It's, it's not delay, exactly delay. like it happens in a second here, okay? <laughs> Is this loud enough, you think? Oh, I think it's or do we go like a little bit? Just a touch. Yeah, I think there we go. Yeah. I think there we go. So, just enough to penetrate the ears. While we're in the credits here, uh, my sister-in-law, Yes. initially of the mind, I believe, that she did not know what burn notice was. She must have stumbled across Burn Notice somewhere, whether yeah. it was because she was listening to what we were talking about or because she saw an episode of it on TV mm-hmm. and came to the realization that it is a show that at one time she was like, that looks really good. I should watch it. And then she never did. And then she never did. So has she started watching it now? I told her, I said, you should start watching it with us. And listening to our podcast. Yeah, put our podcast on and throw on the episode. <laughs> That's really what this is for. That's why we count down to the start of the episode. To which her response was... Do you think I really have time for that? Yeah. And then followed by like seven videos of my nephew. <laughs> All right, it's fair. It's fair. That's fair. <laughs> totally fair. I did tell her she does need to start watching it though, because yeah. it's great. It's a great it show. Is. It is a good show. So, and I could give her all the seasons. That's true. Assuming that we're done with them. Correct. Which we should get a, we should get through uh, the first set of eight this week. Or seven episodes, first seven episodes, because we're on four today. Yep, we're on five right now. We're on five today, so we should and get we're through gonna, six. We're going to record six on Sunday. Yes. Yep, here we go. Here's Nate. So this is another Nate episode. Told you. I told you, dude. Yeah, but Michael helps Nate. I was right. <sighs> so is... Is Nate involved with the gun runners? Yeah, he does a lot of stupid things. I, I'm aware that Nate does a lot of stupid things. And he but owes I'm, a lot of people money. I'm speaking in the context of this episode. So this is another weird trope that I always think dudes get hit in the face, they spit out a tooth. Yeah, it doesn't happen. You would never spit out a whole tooth. The root was on that freaking yeah. tooth, man. Yeah. You might spit out a chunk of a tooth. Like, I've broken teeth before. The Charger. Well, it's not the Charger, though. Yeah, it is. That's what he's driving right now. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what isn't in this episode. Oh, right. Yeah, so you can check off the Charger. If it's not Fee, we're stopping right now. <laughs> if Fee's not in this episode, we're, we're done. done. 
I take a double dose of dad's crap for years and you get the car? Yeah, that, that's fair. They, so these two, they do have a really, I think, I think, do play the brother relationship really good. Yeah, right. Because yeah. like they they they're sort of at each other, but not like in a yeah in a way where like they hate each other. You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and this was a short intro. Yeah. Little bird notice transition happening there. <gasps> It's not fee. It's not fee. <laughs> it's not the charger. It's not fee. It's definitely not Nate. Could be Sam. Except that they said that Sam is in this episode. It's yeah. starring yeah. Bruce Campbell. Which reminds me, I still got to look into how you order up a cameo so that I can get. Oh, the Bruce yeah. Campbell so recording. Bruce Campbell recording. Yep. Maybe we can just get him to call in on the pod, you know, on the old casting. That of would pod. be amazing. That I'm telling you, cool. dude, if we could get like five minutes to talk to Bruce yeah. Campbell about whatever we wanted, I would die a happy man. Oh, yeah. Immediately 100%. after that conversation. 100%. You need to be Chuck Finley the whole time. The whole time. That would be the, that would have to be the caveat, right? Like, dude, we'll pay you whatever you want, but I need you to be in character as Sam X slash Chuck Finley the yes. whole time. Because it's already going to be a complicated request for the cameo. Yeah. Because it's going to have to be like, hey, so we're huge fans of Burn Notice. And we love the character of Sam Axe. Can you do a cameo as Sam Axe pretending to be Charles Finley? Finley. (laughs) (laughs) But then he should be able to appreciate because I don't think a whole lot of people actually know about Burn Notice. It really wasn't a big TV show. It's a niche thing, I think. Yeah. Niche. So it. I just watched the episode of The Office. You know what you didn't watch? You didn't watch the episode of Burn Notice. Like I didn't. To, no. So. Which you could have because it's on Prime. Is it free on Prime? Yes. Well, shit. Okay. And you have Amazon Prime. Yeah, you're right. I don't have a good excuse. Because we used to watch it on Prime. The first episode and we watched like, on Prime. Yeah. We can't have commercials. We can't. That's I an can't. exact replica of your voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I think of your voice. Cool, cool. You know what? You know what? You know. So, you don't, you don't know what? <laughs> my 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 mom does my favorite voice renditions because she's one of those people that when she tells a story, every time a guy talks, it's some high pitched bullshit like this, and every time a girl talks, it's some low like manly shit. And you're like, Mom, what the fuck are you what doing? Are you, you're dyslexic here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And she didn't believe me until she caught herself doing it in a story like a couple years ago. (laughs) If we tell a story anytime, we should do that the whole time. Do that the whole time. Switch up the voices. (laughs) But it's it's because I don't do that. It would have to be like, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'd be hard to keep the story straight and which voice you're supposed to use. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, what I was saying. the, you should do your Smeagol voice for the whole episode. <laughs> that would be rough. It would be. That would be a lot. They'd tear you up. Yeah. Andy Serkis, like, blew his vocal cords out doing that. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So Especially when you start it, screaming. I was just watching some behind-the-scenes stuff, and they're interviewing Andy Serkis. But he's like, yeah, anytime you see Gollum on screen, like, spitting, he's like, that's not CGI. 
Oh, it's actually him. It's spitting. his spit. Really? When he's Be- coughing and spitting? Yeah, coughing and spitting and doing all that stuff because like of how it was. He's like, really the only part of me that's on screen is my spit. Because obviously the rest of it's a yeah. CGI character. Yeah, so that's his actual spit. Interesting. Yeah. Because he's in a green suit or black right. suit on the green. Uh, it's like a whatever. gray suit. Yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever it is. So what so I was it's actually him spitting. It's actually him because spitting. Because he's trying to do the voice. Correct. So all of his little coughing fits are all him. Is not because he's sick without the ring, right? It's but it him. played in nicely it's all him. to make it. Because I always thought it was. I thought it was a sickness because he was without the so ring. So some of it is because uh, uh, in the Hobbit they explain where Gollum like gets his name, yeah. and it's because he makes this like choking coughing sound yeah. that is Gollum. Like that's the yeah. sound that he makes, and so some of it is that. Some of it's just some of it the is voice scripted. Some of it is it, he's <laughs> roaching himself out. Yeah, for sure. Because he gave like he, he talks about it, he's like I gave everything for that role. You have to. You have to. You have to right. be fully committed when you're trying to do that voice. Well, I mean, if you're not, you can't just like whisper you, it as a. You're joke. in Lord of the Rings. Period. You have to give everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. So anyway, what I was saying. To get back to burn notice here. See, and so it's not Sam because here's Sam. Yep. And it's not cigarettes, because that guy's got a cigarette. And it's not the camera. It's not the camera. It's not Michael's sunglasses. It's not spy facts, because he's giving one right now. Yeah. So, I was watching the episode of The Office right before they go down to Tallahassee to start the Sabre store. Okay. And they all have to give pitches as to why they should be the one to go with. Right? Yes. And Stanley sits in there, and one of the things he says is, I was the only one in this office that watched Burn Notice. <laughs> <laughs> and it made it made me laugh. She's looking good in this. That being said, I do have a thing for curly hair on girls. She's also it's like not curly. It's wavy. It's wavy. This is wavy. You're correct. I because it's loose curls. Yes, loose yes. curls. Yes. Yeah. She's also like super good at playing ditzy hot chick. Uh huh. Which I suppose in in Miami is not hard. Correct. Antiquities. To quote Indiana Jones, these belong in a museum. <laughs> Which we still have to go see that. We do. Indiana Jones Five is out right now. Oh, are we? Are we going to go see that? Yeah, you mentioned it to me that we should go no, see it. I don't think I you ever, did. I definitely didn't. <sighs> then what movie were you saying we had to go see? It wasn't Indiana Jones? I'm pretty sure it was. Maybe it was. It was. Wasn't there any other movies that came out recently? No, that's it. Well, Fast Ten came out. But you already watched that without me. I did. I watched it at home. I was messed up. So, a um, couple of things are about to happen here. So we're going to listen to this. Okay. Ready? So here's some trivia from Burn Wiki. After leaving the hangar, Fiona reports that Eli was carrying a 9mm Desert Eagle, which is what we just heard. Okay. Yep. Desert Eagle is not produced in a 9mm caliber. Only a 45. Correct. However, <laughs> Eli's pistol 
a Jericho 941 is sometimes called a baby eagle. Which is a 9mm. Since it is manufactured by the same company and resembles a smaller, compact version of the Desert Eagle. Mm. So it's, it's, she's correct, but not correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not really correct. It's not a Desert Eagle. It's not a Desert Eagle. Desert Eagle's a 45. Correct. No, uh, 50. Desert Eagle's a 50. Yeah, yeah. It's a 50 caliber pistol. Yeah. Which is dramatically different than a 50 caliber rifle. Yes. Yes, it is. So, have you ever shot a fifty caliber pistol? I have not it's shot not a fifty caliber pistol. Not that bad. Yeah. You'd think it's worse. Uh, my partner has a buddy who has a fifty caliber rifle yeah. that we're trying to get a day to go out and, and shoot out at the farm. There you go. So that'll be cool. Yeah, I shot a few of those. So, here's another cool piece of trivia. Now that we've been introduced to the bad guys, the Zamar family. Mm-hmm. The Zamar family. Uh, there's a nod to the David family from NCIS. Uh, Eli Zamar has two sons, Ari and Elon. Okay. Ari is Eli David's son, and Elon is his protege in NCIS. Really? Which posits the, the world that NCIS and Burn Notice happen in the same universe. Oh, I never. Yeah. So there's that for you. And now next, I'm all, next. You're gonna tell me Michael Weston sniffs and then chews on a toe that Fiona uses. I mean, I want. I wouldn't blame him. There's seven seasons of this show. It's entirely I, possible. I, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> but he wouldn't do it in the creepy way like Sean Connery does. Look, man. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like I've had girlfriends where, like, I've maybe had a similar towel interacting situation <laughs> where, come on, man, like, things are getting hot and heavy, she throws a towel at you, you're just like, and then you follow her into the bathroom, you ever had that? Okay. We're getting weird into my sex life here, but. Are you saying, for the record, are you saying that. A chick throws a towel at you, mm-hmm. and you just start sniffing it, and then... No, see, I feel like you're exaggerating what happened in that James Bond scene. No, no, I'm not. Because I've definitely had it where she throws a towel at me, and I'm, you're like... Oof, and you just like squeeze the towel a little bit, and then throw it to the side. He sniffs it, and then bites he it. He does bite it. I didn't do that. He sniffs and bites it. I didn't sniff <laughs> it or bite it, but... He goes like this, and then it, it's like when you, when you pee... And you, you got oh some God. some goo. Some goo? You know, when you work all day long and then you got that little, you know. Some goo? Little swamp balls, you know. Some goo. And you feel your finger kind of sniff. And you're like, you're like oh, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I'm going to go take a shower now. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, what got, you, hey, let's talk about the show. I can't deal with this conversation <laughs> right now. What happened? But it's not that. Oh, okay, there was a scene transition there. He chewed there for some on a reason. towel. Oh my god! So they're they're attempting to, yeah, Chuck. infiltrate the gun runner right now, and Sam's just pretending to be a drunkard. Let's go. 
You want to chew them? Chew them. Which reminds me of my favorite line from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. If you're going to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. A guy tries to... I think it's Tuco is taking a bath and a guy tries to sneak in him and is like rambling on All him. Tuco, was, and Tuco fucking just shoots him. He's like, if you're going to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. <laughs> take that Take that advice with you. Always. Yeah. You always shoot. Don't talk. Don't talk. Where do I know this dude from? Um, this client. Yes, I do recognize him, and I can't put my finger on it. Was that a hint? That should have been a hint for you what just happened. What? Sam digging in the fridge. Should have been a no hint yogurt. for you. No yogurt eating. Nailed it. Circle gets the square. It is the only episode in season one that he doesn't eat yogurt. In which yogurt is not eaten or, or mentioned. Seen. Right, or seen. It's the only episode in season one. Who you texting over there, Hollywood? No. Uh, or are you looking up that guy? Yeah. This is family business, right? Yes. Oh, you missed those. Some good cleavage happening on the screen there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right here. Boom. So this is like the first episode where they plant like a real like tiny bug thing because in a lot of episodes they build some elaborate fucking weird cell phone thing. Yep, usually. And Sam just planted a very small bug. Because there also wasn't like the scene that well, you're... What's the client's name? The client's name? Yeah. Uh, let me let me consult Burn Wiki to see if I can figure it out. Because obviously all the pictures are are now twenty years older. Yo, oh yeah, so it's <laughs> gonna be tough. All right, let's see here. Hold on. Is it Jake Miller? I don't know. I I have to consult the full recap of the show here. Nate, no, no. Trap it. Oh, it's it's Scott Michael Campbell. Scott Michael Campbell. What does he look like? As Jake Miller. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. What else is he in? This this reminds me of... Known uh, for, for All Mankind, NCIS. Or NCIS. Uh, okay. Pandemic. It's always known for. So I must recognize him from NCIS then. Yeah. It reminds me of a bit from a different podcast I listen to where they do a Star Trek watch. And one of the guys has never seen any of the episodes. The other guy has. And the guy that hasn't, they have a they have a little segment that's called, uh, 
I know him from something big. Because he'll like recognize actors mm-hmm. from the show, and he's like, I know him from something big. And then they'll they'll Google it, and it turns out he was in like one episode of Gunsmoke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say Fee is baking, but for some reason I feel like she's, she's gonna making, explosives. making explosives. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she is. A dash of this, a dash of that, bang! Right, she poured like nothing into that. So Nate's around for a little bit, but then he like disappears for like multiple seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, he he disappears for a while. Because he comes back. I know he's back in, like, season six. Mm. Because, not to spoil it for anybody, but he gets shot. Yep. But I think he, like, pops up here and there And he gets shot by saving Michael. Does he? Because I believe he jumps in front of the bullet for Michael. No, he does not. Uh, He's under arrest. He's getting walked out of a building. That's what it is. And he gets murked by a sniper from God knows where. Because he's getting, but Michael's there. I just don't yeah. remember what the context of why Michael is there. Yeah. It's you know I think it's interesting that as the show progresses, they do a good job of like Michael has a relationship with his father. Through the charger and through the fact that he's not there. Do you, you, know, what I'm, you, know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I sort of wish I had the like encyclopedic knowledge of like champagne or wine to go in and just... Rat off some insane shit and have him <laughs> give me a whole bottle. So I feel like there obviously you have to suspend reality for this show, right? Michael walked up. Ordered expensive wine. Mm-hmm. Said two words to this dude. And this dude was like, come party with us. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, what he says is true. Like, there is an art to communicating with people and building a rapport in such a way that, like... You feel like you've always known each other. Mm -hmm. Or you can convince them that that feeling is a thing. Yeah. I dig the full black suit. Mm -hmm. Like the black undershirt and everything that he's got going. Serious? It's crazy. Why were you over there? 
So, okay, so I gotta see when this episode came out. Two thousand seven. So okay, so yeah, it would have made sense if he's gonna use the excuse that he was over in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Again, we're weirdly close on the air date of this episode. July twenty sixth. Really? Yeah. We're doing good then. We're, I mean, we're like right there. Yeah. Sixteen years later, but yeah, but I'm saying it's weird that it's July. We're watching a July air date episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the girl is the one pushing this, right? Like pushing Michael's case, yep. Without realizing that that's what she's doing. Also, the idea that he just sits down with a group of girls and is like, cheers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't immediately be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, if I looked like that, I'd probably be able to do that too. So he stole that car, right? Yeah. He had to. Have. Right? Yeah. Cause, I mean, it's obviously not his. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the arms trade knows that the mark of a pro is the blow and burn. It's a detonator on whatever you're selling in case the deal goes bad. This is very high grade. 40% cheaper than what you can get commercially. With all the same tech, of course. And this is all fake, right? You get the buyers? She made it so it was the consistency, but not action. She made right? one, the one that's that's rigged? That's rigged is real. It's real. Right, because then he can do this. Yep. Despite the fact that I would, I, I'm not an expert, but uh, maybe we need to have Bear on to discuss this. But I feel like four bricks of C4, the size that it's he just detonated, is going to kill him. Yeah. At the distance he's standing away mm-hmm. from it. Also, less fire. Yeah, because there's no, there's probably no. Fuel it's not tank a. Fl- it's not a C four flame. C four doesn't do like a flame thing, does it? Well, I mean, it's an explosion. It well, right, fire. but I'm. I mean, it's not like a gasoline explosion with flames like that. He just detonated on a yeah. on a Hulk in a fucking. It'll be more of just a big explosion. Explosion, right? I feel like this is a rare moment of Fee wearing like normal clothes. Mm-hmm. And yet, you tempted. Not for a minute, thanks. 
Which is him hitting on her. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd be curious to know. So, like, these places he goes to in Miami, like this club that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. What does it take to get in? Because I bet you money that you and I can't just walk up as two schlubs and get into this fucking club. Yeah, probably not. Not with toe shoes. Hey, man. These are the most comfortable shoes I own. You should wear them biking. I thought about it, but I want something with, like, a firmer pad at the ball of my foot to, like, push on the pedal. You know what I mean? Tamp on it. What? How does that even make sense? No, you're being a vagina bum. <sighs> Save it for the banter episode. We're supposed to be talking about burn notice. You brought it up. No, I didn't. All right, it just escalated quickly. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Where do you think Michael keeps all his clothes? This is a weird question, but. You never see a closet. You never see a closet or like a, a, a rack with a shitload of clothes on it in his apartment? No. They're in the dressing room. Right? There's, right? How does he get out from under that? Because he does eventually. He does, and I don't recall. We'll see it in one of the seasons. Yeah. I feel like, for some reason, sticking on my mind is scenes where they're all arrested. That could be. And I feel like at that point, they're like, we're done with you, your shit's fucked anyway. Oh, my God. If you'd have just done it the right way. This is a super cool old airplane that they have, though. That yeah. one that was behind them. Yeah. The dude's burned. How the f- does he afford such cool ass shit like the suit he's wearing right now? All the jobs. And here's this chick after him again. continuity here so the scene right before she reaches up and she's rubbing his neck and the camera snaps and her arm is like down at her side Hmm. 
to just laugh in the guy's <laughs> face when he's got a gun at you. To be fair, I don't hate his advice. When you lie and you get caught, vamp until you figure out and can tell a bigger lie. Plus, and I think he talks about this at one point, like the key to telling a good lie is telling one that's big enough to be like sort of incredible, but small enough that it's not like aliens abducted me. You know what I mean? Because sort of the more incredible the lie, weirdly, the more people are willing to believe it. Yeah. Like, if you're late for work, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got a flat tire, and then I flagged somebody down, and they asked them to give me a ride to the gas station, and then they started driving the wrong way, and it was this whole thing, and then we got stuck by a school bus, and it was unbelievable. Like, suddenly people are like, oh, my God, that sounds terrible, man. But if you're, like, telling some bullshit, you're like, ah, yeah, I don't know, I just ran out of gas or whatever, people are going to be like, did you? <laughs> did you really? Did you really? <laughs> P90, baby. The Stargate gun. And also my SMG of choice in uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. I love that fucking gun, man. We haven't played that a long time. It's been a hot minute, yeah. The, uh, the new season of Call of Duty that's coming out is... Uh, uh, featured off The Boys, the Amazon show. You haven't watched The Boys? Mm-mm. Watch it. Okay. It's uh, the only ca- the only spoiler I'll give you is superheroes. Oh, I have heard of this because, but yeah. they're like a holes. <laughs> gotcha. You're gonna love it. You're going to love it. Watch it. I think there's like three seasons out right now. you got to watch it. You're missing out. It's got Carl Urban in it, who's like a, one of my favorite. He plays uh, Aomer in Lord of the Rings. Who's that? The second in command of the Rohan dudes. Does ring a bell. I would cut your head off, dwarf. It only if it stood a little higher from the ground. I don't recall. Yes, you do. Don't no, fuck don't. with me. That's such horseshit. I don't recall. Such horseshit. What movie? Oh, my God. Not only do you know exactly who I'm talking about, but you're being a dick. I'm not being a dick. I just don't know. Fuck you. You know exactly. How is it that I don't know something and then all of a sudden I'm a dick about it? Because you're like a Lord of the Rings fucking weirdo. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. You can't prove it. Yeah, okay. How does that How does that Gollum voice go again? <laughs> Smeagol. Yeah. Smeagol, ha ha, Smeagol. That's that's how it goes. Get 
This guy's got green, like weird green eyes that are like, I don't know. They're, they're like aliens. Check out his eyes. Aren't they weird? They look like golems. They're very, they do. Golems eyes are blue, but his eyes do look very strange. And although I realize I just picked on you for being a Lord of the Rings expert and then just told you what color golems eyes are. Those are like weirdly vibrantly green eyes. So we've now reached the part of the story where the client fucks it up by trying to handle it himself. Yep. Raining in Miami. Not unusual. Oh, he didn't fuck it up. This was Fiona told him to do it. Yes. It was all part of the plan. So I'm going to preview the end. I can't pin down why. Considering that I have a, I would have a similar critique of this episode as I did on the last episode, which is like that it's low on the action. This episode is a, probably going to be a six for me. For the action? No, out of the one oh, to ten. Just, just okay. I, I just, I don't know why. Oh, he finds the bug. You gotta step on the phone. You gotta crush it. Yes. Rookie mistake. It is a cool airplane. It is. Nate didn't really help him in this episode. Secrets are what keep a family strong, right? He just exists. Something like that. I mean, look, I'm just glad that you guys are finally happy. I gotta tell you, though, when I busted into Mike's place, I didn't know if I was gonna find anything. Sink. I don't know. Maybe he's as bad as you guys say. We said this at the ladder, Sam. 
Wow, they ditched I didn't realize they ditched this FBI cover that early. Pretty sure these guys come back though, right? I believe they do, yes. Here we go. Well, Sam's gonna pick his pick my new friend. Here we go, here's the scene. So you stop yep. now. Uh, it doesn't match the car in the will. I know. You know. I wanted Michael to know that his father remembered him in the end, and maybe you spent more time with him. You lied. That makes sense. <laughs> Michael, Give not me my sure. wall back. Michael, not sure how to deal with a hug. Give me my wall back. You know what would be good right now? He took his wallet. You know, you know what would be good right now? What? A mojito. Yeah. There it is. Because <laughs> I know this episode. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. Do you know this episode or do you know Nate? Well, I knew Nate. Right? So that's it. So I gotta say I stick with what I just said. I think it's a six for me. Out of one to one to ten Michaels, I think it's six Michaels for me. I would say it's a five. You think it's a five? Yeah. We're getting a lot of average episodes yeah. here right out the gate. Yeah, there's just nothing really absolutely thrilling about it, but no. obviously it's still a good series. No, but it's still a good episode for the Correct. for the show. Correct. Yeah. I I'll give it, you that. It tells us part of the story. Yeah. So yep. as it should. Uh because it's about a story. Who do you think the most helpful person is? Do you want me to go first? No. Um, I'm gonna have to say Fee because she's the one that builds the f- builds all the explosives. Sam just my exact thoughts. Sam just put a bug in a car, and then and then think, not only put a bug in the person's car that needed to be bugged, he also bugged Michael's car. So screw you, Sam. <laughs> right, screw you, Sam. Yeah, for being but, an asshole. But she he does tell Michael that he bugged the car. <laughs> like he practically put a signature. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think it's Fee. Yeah. She because she builds the C four that helps him sell she, the she goes to the hangar. sell the cover she goes to the hangar yeah she does all that stuff I think it's fee yeah 100%. so so I think five we should start tracking this because five episodes in I think we've hit 
four times it's been Sam. Well, the nice thing is and we one can time just go back feet. to the last five minutes of each first episode, and we can find. But out that's not sort of true because this is the first if time we we're had now, our whiteboard. We could just do choo choo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so maybe a little whiteboard underneath your a little, microphone. A little whiteboard next to my microphone yeah. holder. Yeah. I think you're Magnet, right. Magnet. Yep. Just Magnetic. Stick that on there. Yep. That way you can take it off and write on it. And take it off and write on it. So, so we'll uh, the next that. episode, let's uh, hit the back button here real quick. Oh, boy, I hope I hit the right button. I would, I would just go down to disk menu. Well, I just hit return, and it didn't do anything. So, whoop, whoop. What's get burned? What's get burned in the in this mean? We're gonna find out. All right, everybody, we're yeah, on an adventure we, we, now. We're, yeah, now we've we've gone down we've gone the, off the rails. Hole. All right, commentary with Matt Nix, Jeffrey Donovan, Gabriel Anwar, Bruce Campbell, Sharon Glass. Select a scene for complete access to behind the camera secrets from commentary. To, so it's so it's the scenes with commentary from these people. Let's let's play them all. Just hit play. All. Do we want to play them all? Do we want to play them all? We want to add this scene to the show. Let's do it. I'm just because I'm curious. Yeah. So this is at the hangar. This is Fee at the hangar. Turn it up, turn it up a little bit. So this must be a wig then. I find it hard to disagree. Did you enjoy it? Do you even remember doing it? I do. Of course I remember I'm doing kidding, it. I, I like my inner part. Where did you come up with this accent, this character? Um, well, I went out the night before, and I was playing her then. And it worked so well. I had such success. What is her real <laughs> accent? That I just brought her to work British. In the morning. That's genius. Isn't it? How did we it's got to be, right? It, yeah, it's British. How could you not have shared that before? It's interesting because you know what's happening right now? They're watching the episode and doing what we're Correct. doing. Correct. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, we actually were, when we were casting this, the Zamar family, we realized we thought it would be really easy to find a family of Israelis in Miami. We thought it'd be easy to find a family of of Israelis in, in Miami. Miami. How fucked up was that statement? <laughs> hey, it's 2007, man. Yeah. All right. So what's this? Next? Oh, this is Michael at the club. Yeah, dancing with her, a professional salsa dancer. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so he wasn't the one dancing. But this you actually trained as a dancer, did you not in, in college? That, yes. He's for anyone listening to this, he's smiling very broadly because I think he didn't want that brought up. Oh, so he's tra- <laughs> he's a trained dancer. That's interesting. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. I think we should do this every time. Yeah. We got to come up with a theme song for it. 
I'll, I'll get some drums. Yeah. Well, maybe guitar? Can we do a little something different? I mean, we maybe we could just find a real song. This is a very sad scene for Sam because his FBI guys, I think this is one of their last scenes where he says goodbye. They're taking off the case. So for once, you know, Sam is not all smarmy and jokey because this is a strange turn of events. If the FBI is getting pulled off and these guys are the main tormentors, that means something else is being moved to a much higher level. And I'm mm-hmm. going to give a shout out to these two guys. Mark McCauley, Agent Harris, and Brandon Morris as Agent Lane. Those guys were a lot of fun to work with, and I missed it. We can bring them back. They're local Miami actors. So. Oh, interesting. Not local Miami Israelis, though. It was right. really fun to work with a bunch of brand new Miami actors, because you knew you were supporting a whole new industry, a whole new section of the industry where all the actors were local. And a lot of the actors, the guys who would come in for these secondary roles, uh, we're local, and that, it felt good. That's pretty cool. Interesting. That they were pulling people from Miami. Yeah. Interesting. So there's uh, your Get Burned. There you go. That's what Get Burned is. Yeah. It's scenes with uh, extra and special uh, commentary. Yeah. So there you go. That's what uh, that's what that is. So now let's we'll backtrack here. The the next episode that we're gonna be watching is episode five, Family Business. Uh, I clicked this menu. It should be doing its thing. Do your thing. Uh, I believe the next episode is episode six, which is unpaid debts. Yes, it is. Which is what you'll hear in two weeks. Because this episode comes out this week. Correct. The next week is a banter, and then the week after is this uh, is yes. unpaid debts. So end of July. End of July. Yep. So. So that's it. That's it for this episode of Burn Notice. Comments, questions on the Burn Notice episode, email them to the Wisconsin Goodbye at gmail.com. Nailed it. All right. All right. S- see you all in the banter episode. So long, folks. <laughs>